This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Talk New York sports with us. 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. All right, 524 on a Thursday morning. We're back here on the warm-up show. You get CeeLo and Sleagleman in for the rest of the week here. Jerry and Sal coming up top of the hour in for Boomer and Geo as we come out of the July 4th holiday. Baseball locals busy and in action all week long. We discussed the uh, big comeback win for the Mets. Exciting ninth inning last night in Arizona. So if you weren't up late, definitely check out the highlights of that or stay with us throughout the course of the morning as we'll uh, break it down for you. In the Bronx, Yankees had a chance to win the first three in their four-game series with the Orioles. And uh, just one of those nights, the Yankee bullpen's been so good. First two games of the series, I think they basically pitched the equivalent of a full game. It was almost nine innings, and they gave it up just the one run, which was Albert Abreu in the ninth inning of Tuesday's game where they were they were up big anyway. So one of those nights where you know Nick Ramirez and Ian Hamilton don't exactly have it. Michael King got touched up for a run as well. Uh, so they lose to Baltimore, and they'll play the finale coming up tonight. Still have a chance to take three out of four uh, from the Orioles. But we talked about, or Fliegelman mentioned, the, the big four for the Mets and their veteran, their stars, not hitting last night, still getting the job done. Sort of the opposite uh, result for the Yankees, where they didn't get any production out of their big guys and uh, not able to win the game. When I say the big guys, we're talking about Rizzo, Glaber, who was really good uh, in Tuesday's game, not so much last night, Stanton again, and then DJ LeMay. So they're 0 for 15 with 6 Ks. And uh, you can see the frustration starting to set in for Anthony Rizzo now. We talked on yesterday's show, homerless since May 20th. And he comes up in the eighth inning last night after Volpe hits the home run to get them back within one. And you got a man aboard, and it looks like off the bat he gets into one off the end of the bat, and it just dies well short of the warning track. Uh, frustrating for him. Strike out in the sixth inning where he was yelling at himself at the plate. Um, so look, if Aaron Judge is not going to be coming back anytime soon or coming back at significantly less than 100%, at some point, Anthony Rizzo is going to have to get back to the guy he was or closer to the guy he was in April and May. 
And at some point along the way, Giancarlo Stanton is going to have to wake up and start hitting the baseball and go on one of those hot streaks that we've grown accustomed to seeing from him over the last few years. Well, and I don't know if it's still there with Stanton. So the guy I would focus on is Rizzo. And I almost think that, I mean, Rizzo was off to such an incredible start. He deals with the injury. He has not been the same player since. You wonder, maybe he came back too soon. He's a guy I look at and wonder, you know, will the all-star break help him the four days off? And getting to rest a little bit, can maybe he come back? Because, you know, he he still seems to have that that smart approach at the plate that you expect from Rizzo. He's just not the same guy when he swings the bat. So I think it's still there with Rizzo. The question for the Yankees, and it's a big one, is is he going to be able to unlock that in the next few weeks? Because they're going to need somebody to carry them through this, however long they're without Judge. Right now, it's Volpe, another home run for him yesterday. Kid is absolutely incredible. They're going to need somebody else to step up at some point because the pitching has been great. Vasquez gave you a really good outing on Wednesday night. They call him up for the pitching depth. He's there. He delivers. Brian Cashman knocks that out of the park again. Just, all right, who's starting? Five squirrels innings out of him. Great. The bullpen can't be perfect. It's been the best in the league. It can't be perfect. It's going to have nights like you had last night where Ramirez and King, they're just slightly off and it's enough that loses you a game when your offense can only put up three runs. And I don't know, Boone might tell you that the big hitters did have a couple of hits in this game because he would include Josh Donaldson in that. He would say, well, Donaldson had two hits and yeah. he had a home run. But as we all know, he's not going to be that guy. The Yankees still pretend he is. Rizzo has the chance to be that guy again. It's just a question of when we're going to see it this season. Like, I have no questions about next season. You give him the six months off, in between seasons, he'll rest up. He'll be ready to go. Can he get back to what we saw in April this year? They're going to need it, like we said. So uh, the sooner rather than later it would be nice. I mean, look, the pitching is, for the most part, carried them quite a bit. Yeah, Volpe's had a good streak here. Bader's been good. He's out of the lineup last night. You mentioned Vasquez. I, I'm i trying to figure out, I mean, between him and Johnny Brito, and look, Brito's numbers aren't great. He's made, I think, 11 starts, and he's got ERAs like four and a half or so. But both guys... Their numbers at the major league level are better than what they're doing at Scranton. Like, like Randy Vasquez is 2-8 and eight with an ERA north of 5 for the Rail Riders, and he's made three starts now. Yeah, small sample size, but the last two have both been, you know, five-plus innings of scoreless ball. It's like he's, he's pitching to a one one seven ERA, so I don't know if it's the excitement of being up with the big club, if you can give that much credit to the catchers the Yankees have at the big league level with Higashioka and Trevino, uh, Trevino, Matt Blake seems to do wonders with these lesser-known pitchers, some of these bullpen guys that no one really knew much of that has turned into into productive guys. So I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's amazing to me that these guys, they can reach down and you look at their minor league numbers and you're kind of like, all right, they're not exactly tearing it up down there. These aren't big-time prospects and they come up and they're able to be effective enough to give the Yanks a chance to win the game. No, it's where you have to give credit to. You mentioned Blake, and I'll throw Boone in there because he's the manager and the catchers. I'm sure they're part of it. These meetings, they just, you know, we joke about how teams will even have pitching strategists in addition to the pitching coaches. Well, it seems like the Yankees know in that department for all the faults you may have with a guy like Brian Cashman, what he does with pitching depth, starting and the bullpen. Yeah. You know, he's missed on some of the guys at the top of the rotation or the middle, like the outside acquisitions, the Sonny Grays over the years, the Frankie Montas, guys like that. What he does with a guy like Randy Vasquez to just call him up, hey, we need five innings from you. If you give up two or three runs, we're happy with that. All right, what if I give up none? 
Like, what if we what we plan? And it, I mean, it's not a nothing lineup. The Orioles have a really good lineup with, a, you know, in a nine guy lineup, there are six or seven really good hitters in that order. And they just two and, and two, nothing, three hits. Two of their top prospects up within the last few days. Another one that uh, made his debut last night and had a, an RBI single. Uh, as part of their attack. So. Right, and, and Westberg did have the big triple, yeah. but that wasn't all Vasquez. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Right, and also, was that the ball that Bowers missed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, like that should have been a single. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying he should. he's definitely catching the ball, but he completely whiffed on it, then it gets past IKF. Right, but because you know, IKF is going more to back him up, yeah. then it gets by him, and he had, you know, he, well, also, he's not an outfielder to begin with, so you can't really crush IKF too much on no, that. Yes, it, no. it goes down as a triple because, you know, they didn't touch it. And yeah. It, it fell, Fugazi but yeah, that, that should have been a single right. play it on one or two hops, and then there's runners on first and second. Well, interesting spot now tonight for Luis Severino, who's certainly had his struggles. Uh, see if he can give them a representable start and if they can find a way to win this series after taking the first two. And then we're a day away from seeing finally the Carlos Rodon debut as he'll face the Cubs Friday night in the Bronx. Uh, the so- Yankees have as fascinating a two-day run in July from starting pitchers that you could really ever get. I mean, Rodon, listen, it's the first start. Maybe you're not expecting too much from him. I'm sure the Yankees won't. They'll probably ease him in. He's not going to throw more than 75, 80 pitches. But Severino today, this is a big start with the way the Yankees worked the rotation after the rainout in St. Louis where they make sure that Vasquez, they do the bullpen game against St. Louis. So that gives you Vasquez against the Orioles. And I mean, that worked. He did his job. Now this big game, you know, a split here is not going to feel good after you won the first two games right. in the way you did. Severino, with how he's pitched lately, the Yankees want to see something from Severino here. And I think Severino needs to show him, uh, show the team and himself that he's capable of a lot better than we've seen from him in like this three- or four-week stretch. Yeah, it'll be interesting if and when Nestor Cortez gets himself back, and I know he's starting to head in the right direction. I forget if it was thrown off a mound or bullpen session or whatnot, but uh, you'd have to think sooner rather than later, maybe seeing him go out on a rehab start. So at some point they may have a decision on their hands as far as who comes out of the rotation. You got Severino in the conversation, maybe Clark Schmidt because he, of the guys they have in there right now, has the most recent experience of pitching out of the bullpen. Severino's done it before, but Schmidt was basically that guy last year. And Domingo Herman's been good enough that... You're probably not removing him. So, and the way they could look at Severino too is if they think you know we're only going to get one or two good innings from yeah. you every time out. He's a free agent after the season. They're not thinking about Severino long term. It won't matter to them how it might affect his value in free agency if they think we have a better shot of getting four or five innings from Clark Schmidt and then asking Severino to go through the order one time. They'll stick him in the bullpen. He won't be happy about it. But with the way he's pitched, like Domingo Herman is not coming out of the rotation, even no. though he's you know kind of. Around the perfect game, had two bad and one mediocre start. I just, I feel more confident in what I've seen from him throughout the entire season from the beginning until where we are now, about to hit the All-Star break. I feel better about what I've seen from Domingo Herman on the whole than what I've seen from Severino. You mentioned the guy who, you know, Clark Schmidt makes the most sense for the bullpen, but 
even talking about a fourth starter in the postseason. To me, right now, you're going to start planning, is it Severino or is it Nestor, who, assuming when he comes back from the injury yeah, see how his maybe pitches a little bit yeah. better. Yeah. But right now, those are the two guys. And it also just really is a testament to how this team is playing. We're talking about, I mean, Cole's been Garrett Cole. But we're talking about Severino and Nestor Cortez having disappointing seasons while Rodon hasn't pitched yet. Right. Those three have given you very little. And this team is nine games above five hundred yeah. with a chance to win a four-game series against the team that is directly ahead of them in their division today. Interesting couple of weeks here. We already mentioned Rodon Friday. You get the Cubs into the All-Star break, and the Yankees will be out west coming out of the break. They've got three in Colorado, and then they get the Angels for three. And we Angels talked, with no Mike Trout, yeah. and who knows about Shohei Otani. So, yeah, Otani batted last night, but as far as the pitching goes with the blister, we'll see. They got swept by the Padres. Trout had the surgery. He's out 48 weeks, so all of a sudden their situation looks a lot different. Um, so, you know, we'll, they will probably know a lot more about the Yankees when they come back from that trip. It'll be July 21st. They've got the Royals at home and then finishing up Subway Series, a couple games with the Mets before going that to Baltimore. Really crazy, And that crazy stretch that Jerry and Sal were talking about uh, the other day on the morning show. After the two games against the Mets, they have that Orioles series, and then you get in, into um, the Rays Astros at, and the Rays yep. and that whole 10 games with three Orioles, three Tampa, four and Astros. four Astros. Yeah. That, I mean, that's... That'll really that, be where that, we find that, that, I mean, for a late July, because that's also right around the trade deadline, too. So that's where we're going to be looking at maybe the Yankees are adding a guy like Bellinger. Maybe they're looking to add another outfielder. That'll happen right in the middle of that Tampa Bay series. And, hey, if you're going to be if you're going to make a run at the AL East, if you're the Yankees, which I still think is very possible, we're in the beginning of July and the Rays have cooled off in a big, big way. That's going to be a huge, pivotal 10-game stretch. Yep, no doubt. All right, I mentioned uh, leading into the first break the situation with the cameraman last night getting hurt at the stadium. We will dive into that and a couple other uh, potpourri items, as Al Dukes would like to say, uh, on the other side as we steam towards the top of the hour. Jerry and Sal in for Boomer and Geo here on The Fan.